Hello, and welcome to Self-Taught Devs. If this is your first time joining us, this is a podcast where two self-taught developers discuss the learning and growth experience for folks just getting into the industry. My name is Eric Winklespecht. And I'm Matt Ehrlich. And before we jump into our conversation here, just want to remind everybody that we would love to hear from you. We've got a number of ways for you to connect with us. Uh, if you're not following the Self-Taught Devs LinkedIn page, please give that a follow. We're revitalizing that page and posting there more often. We'd love to hear from you and see some comments and messages. And if you want to leave us a rating and review, that would be awesome as well. We know that uh, Spotify doesn't give you the option to write a written review, but Apple does. And if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, we'll give it a read on the show. Uh, here's a five-star review from... David Chedrick says, fantastic show. This is an excellent show for any new developer. Learn from those around you and from those just in front of you. It's always inspiring to hear of others' success. Thank you, David, for that. And of course, if you want to connect with us on Patreon, we're at patreon.com slash selftaughtdevspod. We'll talk more about that at the end of the episode. Matt, what are we talking about today? Today, we're talking about mentorship specifically mentorship in the software space, but I guess a little bit less specific. Whenever I have started something new or maybe started a new job or a new career, mentorship has always played a very, very important role in my growth, my self-development, and basically just understanding the job and knowing what to do. And I don't think it's any different for software. I've had two roles. One was very heavily mentorship focused and the other one was not. And for me, the one that wasn't did not work out very well. But the one where there was a really strong focus on mentorship actually did very well. And I think it's a, an important aspect of any career or any job. So Eric, have you had, now that you've had your, your first official job in tech, have you experienced mentorship? And if so, to what capacity? Yeah, of course. So I have a team of developers that I work with at my current company. And specifically when I first got the job, uh, they kind of separated us out into smaller groups to focus on our primary application. So not everybody was working on everything, right? To kind of focus a little bit more intently. So I was assigned with one teammate to cover kind of two different applications that we work on. And the beginning process, of course, was very, I think, intentional as far as like, hey, let's do pair programming and let's make sure we're kind of going through different problems together and running through any questions. And that's a very specific form of mentorship or training, I guess, maybe as a different kind of take on that. The more general mentorship I would say I receive isn't so much like the things of hey, this is what the code base looks like and here's how you know we might currently do X, Y, and Z. But it's a lot more along the lines of like, let's talk about your general feelings on how you're approaching a problem. And let's talk about things like how you consider the problem that you're working through. And let's talk about things like, are you nervous about your approach to this problem? Like it's more along the lines of, I think general understanding of right now who I am as a developer and my skill set and finding confidence in what I do, you know, that's that's some of the mentorship that has really stuck with me so far. So has that been more of you reaching out or more of your team kind of saying like, hey, we're here if you need, let's say to bounce ideas off of or to talk through your process? Yeah, I, you know, those things are a lot more just through general conversation, which is really nice. And I feel like that's the best kind of mentorship is when, you know, I'm not necessarily seeking out advice or specific direction on something. Sometimes I'm just talking about something that I'm working through 
and maybe just looking for feedback along the way during that conversation, maybe something comes out where I kind of say like, oh, I'm feeling a a little bit of the pressure of this thing, or I'm assigned a project and the mentorship comes through as like, hey, you should realize just how important this kind of project is and like how much that shows that you are already on like the track of showing what you can do and people believe in your skill set. Like that's a specific kind of mentorship too, where maybe as an individual, like I might not see what my contribution really means within the company and within my team. And I have a teammate or a mentor who's able to kind of reveal that for me and be like, hey, here's the context of something you might be missing. And, you know, kind of revitalize maybe my own confidence or my own energy in approaching a project just because I now have a different understanding of what it means. And how has that affected, let's say, your work performance or maybe even like your your frame of mind? Because you have stated that you are working on your own project, mm-hmm. um, which is a really, really huge step. So has that played a role in you being able to take on um, that additional responsibility? It has definitely had an impact on my perspective. It's really weird to take a step back, like moving into a remote position, doing coding stuff all day, every day, right after having just kind of trained myself on the process of how to code, right? It doesn't feel like any other job I've had. So I know I have a job, right? I know I'm working a job. I know I'm working for a company, but it's a different feeling sometimes where I'm just like, I'm playing with code and solving problems and, you know, pushing stuff up. And then when we talk about things like how impactful work that I might be doing is on the company and their goals and whatever, like those kinds of things are a little bit more of like just that shift back into perspective of like, oh yeah, like this is really important, which can be good and bad, I guess, right? Because it can maybe instill a little bit more nervousness sometimes of like, oh, this is a big deal. But I do appreciate being reminded of those things because it's much more impactful for me as like my growth as a developer. You know, we always talk about when you kind of build who you are on like LinkedIn and have your, you know, your list of accomplishments in your career path, right? Especially as a developer, like how do you do those things? If you're just putting things like, oh, I take tickets and I work on, you know, X, Y, and Z and I solved X number of tickets, like those things aren't really attention grabbing. But if you can explain major projects that you've worked on and major impacts that those have had, those things matter for your development as a software engineer, you know, your own growth as a software engineer. So with the mentorship that I receive and understanding that perspective on the problems that I'm solving and that impact Now I'm like, oh yeah, cool. I'm not just doing coding stuff. Like I'm solving real world problems. I'm having a real impact on company operations and potential future revenue and whatever, things like that. And that is going to also help me, you know, frame what I do in a different way versus just like, oh, I made a thing, you know, which may have been the way I would have said it previously. Yeah. One of the, one of the things that mentorship has really helped me with is one is self-confidence, right? Because I know that I have the skills, but when it's, when I'm working on, on something, um, it, it gets very easy. It becomes very easy to kind of get like wrapped up in my own thoughts and like, man, this isn't working out and I don't really know what to do. When I was working at my at my previous tech role, my previous dev role, I had a mentor 
And one of the things they really did was like kind of remind me that there was a reason why I was in that role. And like I knew how to do the things that I was struggling with. And that's sort of not necessarily, although I did have help in this aspect where technically they helped me solve problems, but what had the bigger impact for me was like that self-confidence boost and that mm-hmm. reminder that like, hey, you are a developer and you can do this thing. Like we could work, we could talk through this or we could talk about like your thought process here, but you can do this. And that was one of like the major impacts for me when it comes to mentorship. Mm-hmm. And did you have to play the role of mentor at any point during your your coding positions? I did, I did. And funny enough, I I actually had to be that person that that's telling somebody else that you know you can do this and then i'm in that position where like wait i need that also so i i don't know if it's like if it's just like a thing amongst juniors where we kind of like have that skill we we put in that work and we just like need that extra reminder or if it's like more of like an individual basis but yeah i've had to to do that before for other people as well mm. i i think mentorship is one of those things where it's like not everybody can be a mentor you know, but I think a lot of people are way more capable of it than they think they might be because being a mentor doesn't mean that you have all the answers for stuff, but being a mentor means like you can engage in a meaningful conversation with somebody and maybe even help them come to a different realization that they may have missed previously, you know, whether that means like about themselves or about their work or whatever. And I think those opportunities to just have a genuine conversation, like they come up And if you're somebody who pays attention, like you can take that chance and, you know, you don't have to be the senior to be a mentor. You know, you don't have to be extremely tenured to be a mentor, you know, like you can do that at any point in time, as long as you are not like just trying to force a point on somebody, you know, you try to just legitimately help them come to a, an understanding or a realization or help them find their way down a path. You know, I used to do a lot of mentoring type work when I was in a managerial position, right? In my previous career. And there were times I did it really well. There are times I didn't do it very well, right? The longer I did it, I feel like the better I was at it. But it is a lot of, it's not training, right? It's conversations, it's guidance, it's, you know, asking the right questions so that somebody finds their own answers and finds their way forward and stuff. For sure, and one of the skills it actually helped me build is just having that person that's available for me to ask questions, it it made me understand what I wanted from that person and being able to communicate that in a more efficient way. Whereas let's say if I'm just trying to figure out things on my own, I'm firing off as many questions as I can to Google Mm -hmm. and trying to, you know, like get answers. Whereas if I know that I'm taking up somebody else's time, I want to make sure I really understand what I've done so far, um, what my thought process is, where I'm getting stuck and how I think that person could help me. And really just making sure I have a very clear and concise question um, to specifically get the help that I need. It's giving me a, a better understanding of how to do that. And um, it's, help, it's helped me ask better questions. Mm. I think number one, asking questions is a skill. You know, it's a good point you brought up there. We're like, I'm asking better questions now. I think that's something that takes a lot of practice and does take understanding and reflection on what you're doing as a participant in that conversation. Man, I think mentorship super interesting though, because I have seen it a bunch on LinkedIn posts. 
where people talk about giving quote unquote free mentorship. The way I see it used sometimes though is a little disheartening to me personally, because I often see it being used in a way of people saying like, oh, I'm a senior engineer at such and such company and I have X number of years experience. I know there's a bunch of juniors out there who are working hard trying to get their first job. Here's my Calendly link or, you know, whatever, and reach out to me and I'll, I'll, I'll mentor you. I'll give you mentorship. And normally those things are like a single session where that person hops on a call and the junior or job seeker says the things that they're doing and the person who offered their time and advice is giving them feedback on, you know, what they think is appropriate. And like that stuff is really nice to do and I'm sure provides a lot of value. I don't consider that mentorship, right? To me, mentorship is not a one-off conversation. Mentorship is not a one-time phone call where you say like, here's how you can improve your resume or here's how you can better represent your skills on your LinkedIn profile. Mentorship is an ongoing relationship. You know, in order to really be a mentor to someone or be mentored correctly, like you have to really have an understanding of that person, of who they are, of how they work, of what they want to do with their career. You know, like there's a lot that goes into that process and there's a lot that goes into like a genuine ongoing conversation that encourages the right kind of growth. I, I'm sure people will disagree with me, but that is my feeling on on mentorship and what it really means to to engage in that uh, that relationship. On one on some level, I do agree with that, and I think it's because like, how can you give t very tailored advice to somebody you just met two minutes ago? Mm -hmm. It's like you have to understand that person and their psychology and like what maybe what motivates them and what their goals are, and that that does take a lot of time to really assess that. And so my my question to you would be, if that if what you just described is not mentorship, what is it then? consultation, I guess. Right. I think there's think about what a consultant does. They come in on a short term basis and work through a project or whatever. Right. I think a one off consultation is just that, you know, maybe there's you can consider that person a mentor in some regard. Right. But I really just think it's like a question and answer around like, yeah, there's value there. There are answers. But until you come back at a later point and say like, hey, I implemented some of the advice you gave me and here's where I'm at now and here's what I think worked and what didn't work. And then we work on strategy and we work on approach together. Like the additional steps in there, I think, are what really mandates or what, what really necessitates a mentorship title, you know, and even then, like, I don't know, depending on what your subject matter is, like, can I get really granular and be like, well, is it career coaching or is it mentorship? Right. Those things could also be different. But uh, yeah, the one off, I would say, is really just a consultation. Interesting. So how do you think somebody could have a mentor or you know, find mentorship, especially especially now? Right. As there's so many people moving into tech and trying to become a software developer, mentorship, in my opinion, is is extremely valuable. And if you're that person who's just starting off, let's say you're looking for a mentor what do you think a person can do to get that mentorship? I have my own thoughts on this, but I'd like to hear from you first. Sure, yeah, I I will say that I am receiving mentorship not solely at my company, right? I have found other folks along this journey that I consider mentors and that I do try to set up like regular check-ins with to have conversations about things. And I think that stuff is super valuable. How do you find those people? I can't say that I've got like a step-by-step -step response on this thing. 
what I do have for you is like you you have to reach out and have conversations with people. And those conversations need to be a lot more than just like the typical like, hey, please help me get a job, which is which is your standard. Like when you're in a career search, right? It needs to be like, hey, this is what I'm interested in. This is where I'm looking to go. And you just need to gauge that other person's interest in you. You know, because like they might be willing to help and give you a conversation, but unless they really express that interest in like, I want to speak to you again and I want to see how you're doing and I want to talk about, you know, X, Y and Z. Normally for me, the people I have connected with that I'm like, this person is somebody that I want to receive mentorship from are people that have similar paths that I have gone through. So like I met someone during my journey here where I was making connections and, you know, I would come phone calls with people and uh, get career advice and then ask them if they had other people I should speak to. And through that, I, I kind of navigated to somebody who, like myself, did a career change journey, was in the managerial path for a long time, left to do coding, got hired in coding, and then kind of grew their career from there. So it's like, wow, really similar paths where it goes from getting that coding job might differ, but that's the stuff I'm interested in with mentorship. It's like, okay, well, what's next for me in this career path? So now I'm going to talk to that person and we're going to kind of have continued conversations about like, what are my interests? Where should I be going from there? Like, how do I career growth, you know, map and all that stuff. So it you have to talk to a lot of people, right? Because you're not going to connect with that way in, in like the first person you speak to. But it's for me, it's definitely if I'm interested in what this person is saying to me, and I feel like they are interested in what I'm saying back to them. And like, there's that mutual connection. That is where I feel like mentorship tends to tends to form more often. What about you, Matt? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think for one, I agree that you do have to talk to a lot of people, right? And, or maybe not even a lot of people, but you do have to be comfortable with talking to people. But for me specifically, I, I did not find, I've had multiple mentors throughout my development and growth journey. And I did not find mentors. Mentors found me. Mm. And that process, it's why I talk about it so much. It's like you have to be findable, right? If you're if you're somebody who's not talking about things that they're building or not showing exactly who you are, then well, you can't find as a mentor is not going to mentor somebody that they can't find, right? So you have to be findable. And so Throughout my my journey, I was building projects online. I was talking about the things I was struggling with and things that I was building and kind of showing my drive for learning and growing. And people kind of just wanted to help me along the way. And um, one person in particular, we formed like a, a mentor-mentee relationship. And um, it was it is really amazing and awesome. And I, that wouldn't have happened if I wouldn't have been posting about some of the things that I was doing on LinkedIn. And so I did not find a mentor. Mentors actually found me. And I think the way, I think one thing that, that benefited me very well is I'm extremely, extremely grateful for even like one second of somebody's time. And I always recognize when people do something great for me, like give me their time. I want them to know that I care and I appreciate it. And I never looked at it in the beginning as like mentorship 
somebody maybe like reached out to me and said they liked the things that I was talking about or the things that I was learning. And then eventually I might have reached out to them and saying, hey, I saw this post that you posted. I think it's like really great. And I really love that you talk about this. And then that kind of like interaction really turned into a mentorship, but it was never like that was never the focus originally. So I guess things, number one, I was findable. And number two, things happened a little bit more naturally um, and then turned into mentorship. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's that natural occurrence, I think is really important. You can find mentorship from people who offer regular mentorship that might be at a cost that might be for free, whatever. But I do think the best and the most valuable mentorship does come from those relationships that just kind of happen to form because they feel right and they feel good. And it's just nice to talk to somebody and it's nice to get input. Mentorship is a lot of different things to a lot of different people, I'm sure. The real thing at the end of it is as long as you're finding value and giving value wherever possible, it's 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 not terribly difficult to be a mentor or to be mentored as long as you're open to genuine conversation. Uh, it's not a roadmap for success for any me for by any means. And it's not like a blueprint on how to really give advice to somebody. So it's all about that conversation. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one thing to keep in mind, and one thing that is very important, if you're that person who's maybe looking for a mentor, it's important to realize that the person that may be eventually mentoring you, they're putting a lot of time and resources into you. They have other things to do. They have fam they might have families or you know they have a career or other things going on, but they're taking time out of their day to put that effort and time into you. So that's another reason why maybe it might be a little bit difficult to find a mentor because you know people have to know that you are serious about what you're doing and that you're that the effort that they're putting into you eventually is going to have a payoff or is going to maybe pay off for you, not necessarily like, you know, not like they're getting extreme value out of it, but at least that you're going to take it seriously and respect their time and their effort. I wonder how many people are out there <laughs> who don't realize that they could be wasting the time of somebody who's trying to give them mentorship. How do you how do you spot that? Let's say you're you're communicating with somebody and, and you think that you're trying to engage in a mentorship relationship, what are the pitfalls you think somebody should watch out for, like to be a good mentee, I guess would be the word. So you're asking like for things not to do? What is the list of things not to do when you are receiving mentorship? Take it for granted. Uh, cancel a lot on people. Not, not being appreciative of their time. Thinking about it as if like, as if they're there to serve you. And realizing that it, it is a, a give and take relationship, like helping somebody does feel good for the person helping that person. And so like the mentor does get something out of it. But if you're not pleasant to work with, like that value mm -hmm. <laughs> is being taken away. And then it's like not really worth it for the person giving you their time. So just like being respectful, appreciating the person, their time, being clear and concise on what you want. I think it is is very helpful. You know, if you don't know what you want, then how can that person help you get what you want? Oh, yeah. Having clear goals is very important, right? In a mentor-mentee relationship. Because if you just walk in and be like, tell me stuff, like that's not great. And I think you even said earlier on, you're like asking really good questions, right? Like that's coming full circle back to that too. That is a very important topic. And a lot of that stuff... For, for folks out there, it might seem super obvious. For others, it probably isn't. So 
really, really important advice, I think, to, to take to heart. Yeah, absolutely. And I've I've only known this because I've had people reach out to me where our only interaction was, hi, can you get me a job? And I, my mind is blown like, to think that I'm going to respond to that. Number one, because I don't even have a job myself. But number two, like that is our only interaction where I'm putting in all this effort to somebody that I don't even know in the first place, right? And so things like that, yeah, it may seem super super obvious, but it has to be said because that sort of thing is still happening. Even to me, somebody who, in my opinion, maybe not in the place to be a mentor, right? But I even I'm being asked from the jump, hey, can you get me a job? So it seems it seems very obvious, but to some it might not be. You don't think you're in a position to be a good mentor, Matt? I think potentially, but there's certain things. Maybe maybe it depends on what the person needs from me to provide, right? So I think possibly for getting through the beginning phase of day one till like struggling and figuring out your way through dealing with maybe like the stress or like the, the mental part of it, or even possibly like, building in public or content like I can certainly help with that but there are, I have my limitations and I don't want to market myself or display myself as something more than I'm not mm. so I think that's important too right because I, I I'm very aware of my limitations and I would never tell somebody hey I can let's say I can help you get your first job in software I, you wouldn't hear me say that right because I don't even have that first full-time job in software so there are things that I guess I could mentor somebody else on, but there are things that I have my limitations with. Know your limitations, I think is a big one. A lot of people can do the mentorship thing. Mentorship is probably best when you have experience on those specific things, right? But yeah, don't really like, you always say that and we were like, I'm not gonna sell myself on something that I'm not. Very, very valid point and very, very important point. So I guess to sum it up, if you're looking for a mentor, be findable, be pleasant to work with, have respect for the other person, and be able to communicate with other people. If you're looking to mentor somebody, then realize that even if you're just, let's say, one, two, or even three steps ahead of them, you can provide value to somebody else. But just be very clear on what you can provide and don't say you can do things that you cannot do. Let's wrap up as we always do by talking about the Patreon. We want to give you a big old thank you for listening to Self-Taught Devs and supporting what we do. Tell a friend if you like the show. I'm sure they would love it as well and get a lot of value out of the things we talk about. And if you want to support us financially, all the money that we get from Patreon is going back into the show to help support creation of this show and give us new tools to work with and make it better and better for you. You can find us at patreon.com slash selftaughtdevspod. We got a bunch of goodies for you there every month, including a monthly newsletter, a Discord server, and a monthly secret episode just for Patreon subscribers. And as a bonus, you get your name read at the end of every episode as a thank you for doing what you do and supporting our show. Just like these fine folks, Scott Lundgren, Nathan Elesquez, Stephen Sheaves, Camille Onoda, Leo Ashcraft, Roxy Rodriguez-Becker, Nick Romanishin, Matt Hoadley, Danielle Arnett, Vanessa Vaughn, and Danny McCollins. Thank you all so much for supporting the Self-Taught Devs podcast.